0: we've all lived through the consequences of the stupid things that we've done in our lives. In fact, that can be a really painful thing. But when we've turned our back on God, is He still there? Does He still want us all, or does He reject us? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective, as we chat about discovering God right in the midst of our rebellion, and yeah, let's call it for what it is, sin. Please stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet. But today is the very last day that it'll be available, so whatever you do, don't miss out. This week on the program, we've been taking a look at discovering God amidst our suffering, in war and conflict and hunger and sickness and and loneliness. God is in all of those places. But one of the greatest places of suffering is the place that God calls sin. To many, that's an old-fashioned, moralistic, religious kind of little word, isn't it? Sin. To God, it's the name that he uses when we turn our backs on him, on his good and perfect plan. It's when we ignore his love and his plan for our lives and, and go wandering off on our merry way, completely missing the point. In fact, that's the literal translation of the Greek word the Bible uses for sin, to miss the whole point of life. And I don't know what your experience is, but in my life, I went wandering off merrily into the wild blue yonder. I knew better than God. And as the years passed by, the great hopes and plans and dreams, all all the promise and the potential that doing it my way seemed to hold out, turned into a wasteland. Oh, it was subtle, it was gradual, but eventually it was the most painful place imaginable. So let's have a talk about discovering God in sin. It's not an easy concept, that. I mean, isn't sin the place where God is not? Surely sin is the one place we won't discover God. We expect to find him in suffering and pain and loneliness and sickness. Yeah, I'd expect to find God in that place. But sin, sin is is when we run off and do it our own way and, and discover that the consequences hurt like hell, literally. There's a basic principle in this universe that bad things always hurt. Maybe not straight away, but eventually they hurt. And I think that's a God thing. There's a reason for that. It keeps us away from the bad things. You, know, you put your hand on a hot stove and it's going to hurt. In fact, there's an old Yiddish proverb, every generation has to learn for itself the stove is hot. Snake bites hurt. We know that. and stops us from picking up the snake that can kill us, except in New Zealand, of course, they don't have venomous animals there. And all the things that hold themselves out in this world with such glitz and glamour and promise that deep down we know are wrong, actually, they end up hurting. Today, it's okay to sleep around before you get married. It's a lifestyle choice. When I was growing up, it wasn't like that. It's something that people either didn't do or they hid it because of the shame. They knew it was wrong. Today, well, let's just hop into bed together. Let's just shack up together, right? But physical intimacy, sex, is a wondrous invention of God. He came up with it, and it's designed to join a man and a woman into a permanent, intimate relationship. It's a lifelong bond, and it's the right bond in which to bring children into this world. We use it in the wrong way, and people are going to get hurt. We all do things in our lives that out there in the world, oh, they'll tell us they're fine. Sure, be greedy. Sure, be selfish. Sure, look after number one. But when we do those things, they hurt. For years, I chased after wealth and dead and always buying stuff. First Timothy chapter 6 in the Bible, it says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered away from their faith and pierced themselves with many pains. We know that. We know that that's what money does to us. Chasing after it all the time and making it our God. It's true. And yet, like lemmings over a cliff, we race after all those seductive things and one day, we wake up and it just hurts like hell. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt, we all have. So, is God in that place? Absolutely he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen to what the psalmist writes in Psalm 139, verse 8. He writes, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there too. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold me fast. God is everywhere. And when we sin, I deliberately use that word, let's call a spade a spade here when we sin and we're living through the consequences, the pain of that sin, his heart aches for us he loves us, hates our sin, but he loves us, not in some reactionary old sort of schoolmaster with a ruler who will whack us over the knuckles kind of way when we get it wrong see the punishment for us getting it wrong has already happened That's why Jesus died on the cross for you and me. Over and over again, you read through the Bible, and it says that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and compassion. It's interesting. Whenever you find slow to anger, it's always followed by abounding in steadfast love. He forgives us through Jesus who paid for our sin on the cross. God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And in that place of living out the consequences of our sin, right right in the middle of that place is Jesus, hands and feet scarred with the pain for the price he paid. And when we just turn in our hearts, away from our sin and, and just look at him, he forgives us. King David, who lived around about a 1000 BC, was guilty of adultery and murder, and he goes to God and he asks for God's forgiveness. And at the end of that prayer, which you can read in Psalm 51, he says this, The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. It doesn't matter how bad it is, the thing that we've done. King David was guilty of adultery and murder, and yet he goes to God and says, God, I am so sorry, and and what I know, God, is that the sacrifice that's acceptable to you is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, God, you will not despise. In other words, we get off our high and mighty little tin pots, And we bow down before God and say, God, I just blew it. I just got it wrong. What I did was wrong and stupid and I'm sorry. And As we lay down our broken hearts before him, forgiveness comes. We might still have some pain to live through because sometimes those consequences take a time to deal with. But the forgiveness heals our hearts. After 20 years of running away from God, for me, when it all came crashing down, it wasn't easy to turn but turn I did away from my sin and towards Jesus now the pain still went on the consequences I had to live through I still had to live through for two or three years but today today I'm healed I'm enjoying life I'm living out the plan he always intended and that's what happens when we just turn away from our sin and towards Jesus Christ Is God there when we're suffering the consequences of our sin? Absolutely He is. I I know, because that's where He found me. With all the bad stuff that seems to happen to us in life, sometimes remembering God's kindness, let alone living in the security of His real, practical life for us, well... It's not always easy, is it? That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called God's Kindness Towards You, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you actually experience the grace and mercy of God firsthand so that you can become all that He made you to be. And at the end of each chapter, you'll find a series of life application questions to help you think through and apply God's Word right into the realities of your life you can request your free copy right now either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post but this is the very last week that it will be available so don't miss out again that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415 hey thanks so much for joining me I'm Bernie Diamond, catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.